For Amazon and Jeff Bezos, it's been kind of an up and down week. Prime Day has officially been delayed, but Bezos saw his net worth jump $13 billion in a single day. Although that might make for an awkward appearance when he shows up at Congress next week. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is longtime Daily Charge contributor and Amazon expert, Ben Fox Rubin. Welcome, Ben. Hello. So there are a lot of things to get to. Uh, it's, as always, a busy time for Amazon. But let's start with Prime Day. Yesterday, they confirmed a delay. You know, we, we technically were supposed to be knee-deep in deals right now. So what happened? Coronavirus happened. Coronavirus happened to everything this year. And it's actually a little surprising that they took this long to confirm something that everybody already knew was happening. There were rumors swirling for months that Prime Day was going to be delayed because of coronavirus. At first, there were rumors, I think they were coming from the Wall Street Journal, that it was going to be pushed to September. And then Business Insider more recently said, guess what? It's actually going to be October. Now, it probably will be October because if they delay it any further than that, you're getting into Thanksgiving, late November. Maybe they're going to do that. It's possible that they do that and they just make Prime Day like a couple of days during the holiday selling season. Uh, but yeah, it's a different year for Prime Day, just like it's a different year for just about everything. Yeah. And, and that's an interesting question in terms of like the timing of this event, because yeah, do they just clump it together with the rest of the holiday shopping season or do they have its own separate thing? Like, I'm curious how many shopping bonanza events the consumer is actually willing to tolerate, especially in this condition. Okay, so they've already failed in the general Prime Day mission, which is a summer sale when the summer is usually a relatively slow time in retail. That's not going to happen anymore. That's over. Usually they announce Prime Day in late June, and then they hold it in mid-July. We're already in later July, so that's that's not going to happen anymore. It's also a great question that you mentioned that, like, you know, sales bonanzas and big summer sales or any sale whatsoever kind of can come off as tone deaf during coronavirus because people are getting sick, people are losing their jobs. I don't need to tell you what's happening. You know, it's terrible. So encouraging people to buy a Roomba, ah, that's not so great. One way to do it, which could work, would be to encourage people to go shopping because it helps small and medium-sized businesses, which sell on Amazon. They do that a lot already. Maybe it would work this time. I'm sure they're going to try to emphasize that. But people are trying to save as much money as they can. So I don't know how successful Prime Day will be. And it's obviously they're going to have to thread the needle here as far as what tone they set that's proper. And Amazon actually did hold sort of a, a quiet stealth event earlier this summer. I mean, they held a, a fashion-centric sale. I don't know if you've gotten any read on how well that's done. No, I haven't, which means that it probably didn't do that well. Usually, Amazon likes to promote how their sales do with these vague metrics. They didn't even provide those. The reason they did the fashion-centric thing was because people really aren't buying a lot of clothes other than pajama pants and sweatpants. So maybe we can try to convince you to get a blazer if it's 30 or 40% off. I, I don't think people are doing that. I'm certainly not doing that. So I don't I don't really know whether it was successful or not, but um, I don't I don't believe it was. And they and they downplayed it pretty significantly because of the reasons we mentioned already. Yeah. And I, I mean, I 
I am guilty of having gone on that sale just to see what kind of pajamas or like comfort clothes I could buy. And there weren't actually a huge selection. The sales weren't that great. So yeah, it was, uh, it was iffy. Uh, I'm curious. We, we talked a bit earlier in the lockdown about how Amazon struggled to keep up with the early demand of orders. How are things going now? Are things sort of smoothed out? They're smoothing out. I will tell you, for me personally, there's still been delays in my shipments, which means that a lot of people are getting them. They're just not as delayed as they had been. I think they are getting closer to more regular one-day and two-day shipments. I, I don't know. What's your experience? Uh, generally, they've been fine. Yeah, Like you said, usually like maybe a day off, maybe two days off at most, but I've generally had a pretty good experience with it. I mean, at this point, like most stuff I'm ordering isn't really urgent anyway, so I'm not keeping as close of track on these things anymore. But generally, they usually come at most two days after their their sort of predicted ship date. Yeah. So so those things are improving. Um, it's still hard to find, you know, major items that you you really need. You know, like Clorox wipes. You can't find them at any major retailer, so why would you be able to find them at Amazon? But it is frustrating from a consumer perspective that we're however many months into this whole thing and the same problems are still persisting. I think it's easier to find toilet paper. It's easier to find uh, tissues, paper towels, paper goods. Those aren't really a problem. But as far as things like hand sanitizer, Clorox wipes, uh, masks. Well, masks, never mind. I'll take that back. But gloves, those those are a little bit more difficult. If you are looking for a mask and go to Etsy, there are so many retailers. There are so many small sellers that are making masks right now, cloth masks. That's what we do in my family. So there are other options out there other than Amazon. So, yeah, but it does feel like we are more dependent on Amazon than ever. Like I, I my wife and I kind of live on Amazon in terms of ordering things. Um, and so that's, I mean, that, I think that addiction to Amazon is one of the reasons why Jeff Bezos, the CEO is appearing before Congress on Monday. Uh, this is the first time he's showing up before Congress. Give me a preview of what we can sort of expect. Uh, I've seen him speak publicly several times and every single time it is highly choreographed and, you know, he really sticks to his talking points compared to somebody like president Trump. He's quite different in that he doesn't riff at all. He really sticks to his script. I mean, that was also true of Sundar Pichai to a certain extent, Mark Zuckerberg to a certain extent when they spoke before Congress. So I don't really think that he's going to have any big surprises. I, I don't I don't think that he's easily rattled either. One of the few times that I had actually seen him be regularly challenged by an interviewer was in 2014 when Henry Blodgett was really giving it to him when Amazon stock was tanking. And he did fine, you know? I, I mean, granted, Henry Blodgett, it, Bezos was an investor in his company. So, you know, who knows? That's, that's, maybe that was a little bit more of, um, you know, softballs than one would expect. But no, we haven't seen Bezos be challenged for a really long time in in congressional testimony. So maybe we'll be surprised about that. But I think he'll be very well coached. And I don't know. We'll see. 
Yeah, he, he's not appearing alone. You mentioned Sundar Pichai, Mark Zuckerberg, and Apple CEO Tim Cook will also be appearing before the House Judiciary Committee uh, to look at whether or not these tech companies have too much power. And specifically to Amazon, what exactly are they looking at? Primary element is their private label business. So even though private label isn't huge element of Amazon's overall empire, uh, there's, there's a lot of concern that Amazon is utilizing uh, internal data uh, about other sellers on its platform basically against them. So you've got a really successful widget that you sell on Amazon. Amazon will then steal that information basically because you're selling it on Amazon. They figure out what your best features are, what your best price point is, and then more or less copy it and then put up the same thing and have a lot of algorithmic magic that they know about their platform that you don't. And, you know, we'll see. We'll Amazon claims that they're obviously not doing this, but uh, they they still have a lot to answer to for that. There was a Wall Street Journal investigation about this uh, in March or April that claimed that, yes, this was, in fact, going on. So I think there are going to be a lot of questions specifically around that and private label. Uh, Bezos and Amazon has had a good run, stocks up, and Bezos himself added $13 billion to his net worth in, in a single day. I'm just curious if you think he's going to be a trillionaire anytime soon at this point. No, it, it, that's a great talking point, but he hasn't hit $200 billion yet. Okay, he's around 100, let's see, 186 billion. So I don't really know where this talking point came from that he was going to become a trillionaire. He's already the world's richest person. And now we're expecting his wealth to increase fivefold. For it, to, for it to increase five times more than it already has. Okay, I get it. We're, we're excited about talking about how much uh, the giant piles of money Jeff has. Come on, guys. He's already staggeringly wealthy. He has more money than generations of Bezos's would be able to waste. <laughs> Does he really need to be a trillionaire? I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's just, to me, it's such a ridiculous claim, but maybe it will happen. I don't know. I mean, you could sort of take it both ways, though. Like, it, it is a ridiculous claim. I mean, it will take, I think you had an estimate. There's an estimate that, you know, he probably won't reach this mark until, if at current rates, like it's something like decades or two decades before he, or a decade this maybe, is assuming maybe. this is assuming the stock will skyrocket the way it has this right, year. Right. It's gone not, up sixty percent this couple, year. Just a couple of years. But, let's uh, let's just assume that stocks never go down, right? I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to be like overly pessimistic about it. I'm just saying like he's already the world's richest person. For that, for his wealth to double would be completely insane, and he'd be worth close to four hundred billion which is more than a lot of S&P 500 companies. So why are we jumping to trillionaire already? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think the, it, it's relevant partly because there is a discussion about whether or not the wealth distribution in America is fair. And I think we're having a lot of conversations about whether or not the rich have too much at this point, which when you look at Jeff Bezos, it's hard to argue against that fact. Um, and, and I think it's it's definitely sex, a sexier talking point to bring in the term trillionaire because that that brings the connotation that maybe some people have just too much money. I think that one could make that argument about Bezos already. 
I mean, he'd be worth well over $200 billion if he did not get divorced recently. His ex-wife is worth $62 billion. And she took, I think it's about 25% of his Amazon wealth. Most of his wealth is tied to Amazon stock. So the stock goes up, his wealth goes up. This isn't like he has $186 billion in a bank account somewhere. And, And that's true, by the way, of Mark Zuckerberg and a lot of these other major, you know, huge, huge billionaires, they're, they're, their billions of dollars are directly associated with uh, the value of their stock. And yeah, Amazon had a great year. So Jeff had a great year. He's up $71 billion this year. I'm getting all this information from Bloomberg Billionaires Index, which is like, <laughs> definitely makes you feel incredibly poor when you look at this list. <laughs> Well, uh, what could affect his net worth fairly fairly soon uh, are Amazon's earnings, and they come out next Thursday. Curious what you're expecting from Amazon's results next week. Uh, I would would probably argue it's more of the same. They're probably going to make a ton of money in revenue because, like you said, people are addicted to Amazon. People are addicted to online shopping, especially during the pandemic. Amazon is getting a lot of benefit. They're getting a lot of tailwinds for a lot of parts of their business. Uh, you know, their grocery business, their online retail business, AWS, because a lot more, you know, remote work is happening. So there are a lot of different parts to that. They're probably also going to say they're going to keep spending on coronavirus. They said that they were going to spend close to $4 billion in this quarter. I, I would say that's that's going to keep going on. And that hasn't hurt the stock at all. That's been perfectly fine with, with investors. So... Yeah, all all steam ahead. Maybe the profit is going to dip a little bit, but that's that's what the market is expecting, and I think they're going to give it to them. All right. Well, thank you, Ben, for joining me. If you have any questions about Amazon, drop us a line at The Daily Charge on Twitter. And you can check out all of Ben's coverage on CNET.com. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>